Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm, of course, your host with the most Phil Better. And today's guest, I'm happy to have on because he's going to help us clean our legal woes. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, our guest is the founder and CEO of Legislate, uh, which was founded in April 2020 using machine learning. uh, Legislate uh, makes contracts machine readable using patented knowledge graph technology. Before founding this company, our guest brought machine learning solutions to the market for three years at Mind Foundry, a spin-out from the University of Oxford. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for our guest, Charles Brick. Charles? Thank you, Phil, for having me. You're very welcome. I'm Legislate does not look, it's not written how it sounds. That's all I'm saying. That's why I can't say the word. But yes, Charles, thank you so much for being here. Um, How about you give us a quick introduction, a bit about yourself uh, before we jump into it? Sure. So um, I'm not a lawyer, full disclosure, but um, in my previous role, I was doing business development and just found it really frustrating how long I'd have to wait for legal teams to review our contracts, approve amendments. And we were losing momentum because time is the biggest killer of deals. But uh, we were quite literally losing deals post-legal negotiation because it would have taken so long that the buyer would get promoted or lose budget or simply lose interest. So the whole idea behind Legislate is how do we empower the business user to create a contract from A to Z without needing to get legal involved at every single step. And we're not necessarily trying to uh, automate lawyers or replace lawyers. Um, It's more that... They are super busy. Um, they have a lot of high value, high priority tasks to do. And in our opinion, the low value, high volume contracts that business users need and create uh, are, can be safely delegated using a platform like Legislate. Um, obviously, to do that, uh, you need to digitize uh, contracts and the whole process around that. Um, that doesn't just mean uploading a PDF to the cloud and, and expecting it to be uh, you know, machine readable and, and lawyer proof approved, et cetera. Um, so really, when we say that we make contracts machine readable, what that means is we model the concepts within the contract, the relations, the data, all within um, very uh, powerful technology called knowledge graphs, um, so that business users can safely create contracts that have consistent data, and more importantly, contracts that can then be um, you know, queried, search, uh, post-signature. So that's pretty much what Legislate does. So it does it just so that I understand, because that's a lot for someone who's not in machine learning and that world. So let's say I have a I'm a small to medium sized business. I'm looking to hire a bunch of people. I need to get the NDAs created. I could, in essence, have a a template of an NDA that I want to use. I can put it into legislate and it can create. more customizable uh, NDAs for that? Yeah, so that's the plan. Right now, what we do is we offer NDAs so that um, you don't need to faff around with finding a template. Um, And and our templates are highly customizable so that um, they can be tailored to your specific situation 
uh, in a way which is consistent because I think one key thing that uh, entrepreneurs do, especially if they're trying to cut costs on legal, is they will um, you know, proofread a contract themselves, remove a clause at their own, and um, ultimately expect that their contract to be valid and, and, and you know, to give them the, the right amount of protection, which of course is not true. So um, really what we do is we, we give them the tools to customize in a safe and robust way. Oh, so it's even better than what I thought it was. <laughs> you you provide the template. I just have to put in the information, and then you could provide us with something to cover our butt from any legal issues, from NDAs to con- different types of contracts, and that correct? That's right. That's that's that. Wow, that is amazing. That's that's a huge time. Like like you said, it, it's a huge time saver because the lawyers don't have to deal with the nuances they can just do the once over of this created template say yeah it, it works well or change one little thing and then it's off and they go from having to write it to just approving it that, wow save so much time how did you come up with, so the idea came from when you were working at uh, mind foundry yeah i was um issuing ndas or receiving ndas i was issuing uh proof of concept contracts sales agreements. And um, I just felt that I was spending a lot of time with contracts, a lot more than um, what I expected. Uh, what's like the next goal? Like right now you create the contracts. Are you looking at a, a potential? And if this on the roadmap, I don't know, but to analyze contracts to see whether or not it's a beneficial to the company? I think um, that's definitely on the roadmap. However, a lot of the contracts um, that we work with are relatively standard, for example, NDAs, employment contracts, consulting agreements, um, and, and they don't necessarily have that much negotiation. So us providing the template means that we can guarantee that the contracts are standard and fair and robust. Um, I think when we do open the platform up to third-party templates, then there might be some analysis of those agreements to determine if they have all the valid ingredients or if they're missing anything or if there's anything which is a bit unusual. Um, but I think in terms of roadmap, uh, our focus right now is offering a great end-to-end contracting experience for non-lawyers. I think that's really important. Um, although business users create contracts, they're not always used to creating contracts at every single stage. So we really make it simple um, and transparent for them to go from start to finish um, and, and achieve that. Um, I'd say what we also allow them to do is to access the data in their contracts because if you're just issuing PDF documents, uh, even if it is via DocuSign or whatever electronic signature platform, it's really difficult when you're going through due diligence or if you need to report to your CFO or report to um, whoever it is in the business about the data in your contracts. It's really difficult unless you've been maybe manually creating and maintaining a spreadsheet on the side with key data. Whereas with legislate, it's really easy to answer questions like how many of my employees are on 30-day notice period or how many in this department haven't had a pay increase in two years um, because uh, all that data uh, sits in the contracts and we, we make that data searchable. Um, so, so yeah, so that's sort of what we can do today. And then uh, to answer the question about roadmap, it's, it's really um, opening up the template so that clients can have their own agreements. Um, it's importing existing contracts that have already been signed so that they can track the data. And it's also then connecting that the data and the contracts to the tools and systems that are used on the one hand so that um, all those systems can, can sync to legislate and 
ensure that there's a single source of truth for contract data, um, but also then allow um, various parts of contracts to be set up. Um, so for example, if you're hiring an employee, you then need to set up pensions, payroll, and a multiple of other things which are described in the contract. Because we know what's in the contract, we could theoretically just um, set all of that up directly. Um, so uh, that's sort of where we're heading. Jesus, that's that's insane. You're taking over. Like, I'm super excited for what machine learning can do for businesses and AI can help do for uh, entrepreneurs in this. And just hearing how you guys are just focused on that end to end, just the whole legal department is amazing because people just have a one-stop shop. Like if a company can't afford lawyers and need to need to have these NDAs and that they can go over, pay you a, a nominal fee, have these, have these contracts and are able to use it going forward and have the, the robustness of pretty much a great legal team behind them. That's gee, that's an awesome thing. Um, why did you start becoming a, an entrepreneur? Like what was it that called to you? to be a, a, an entrepreneur? I, um, I think I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, even though it wasn't necessarily obvious when or how I'd become an entrepreneur. I, um, I joined uh, Mind Foundry straight out of uni. So um, they're a, they were a startup, they're now a you know, bigger company. Um, and I, I've always worked in startups. And I think when I joined, I wasn't too sure what it would take to be a founder or a CEO, but I was able to gain a lot of exposure around what it means. Um, I had a lot of freedom to sort of uh, grow into my role and um, just get to learn a lot about startups and business. And then I think when I had the problem, it was also at a point in my startup journey with my foundry that I realized that actually, um, and, and maybe it's, it's also because I was uh, young and well, I guess I'm still young, but younger <laughs> and naive that um, this is a real problem that I experienced. And I, I, everyone, I don't think anyone has had a, can, can say that they're truly satisfied with contracts. I think even lawyers aren't truly satisfied with contracts. Um, so it's, it's a real problem. Um, yes, many businesses have tried to solve it in one way or another, um, but no one's really tried to solve that problem for business users in an end-to-end -end way. And no one's really trying to solve that problem in a way where you're not just churning out documents, you're actually trying to work out what's in those documents and, and if there's if the data is actually good and, and what you can do with that data. So um, it, it seemed like a real problem. Um, I was you know naive enough to think that I could solve this uh, with my, my limited work experience. And, um, and then I was fortunate enough to have some uh, mentors who also happened to be angel investors who, when I brought the idea to them, they said, go do it. Um, and, and here's here's some, some initial angel funding to, to get started. So um, I guess those are sort of the, the three factors which meant that it was a, a good time to start Legislate. Um, and and here we are almost three years later. Um, what was it What was it like once you got that angel investing? You, you, you got, okay, people, people trust me with my idea. They don't think I'm too... Uh, too grandiose so to start building out the teams and that like what was the the initial reaction for, for you when you thought did you initially believe that they would be uh, investors when you pitched the idea to them i i know i'm like throwing 18 questions at out you it's just i'm fascinated by this i um i guess i was uh 
naive and, and expected there to be investors for this idea and, and for me. Um, I think the reality is um, I, I was able to raise uh, angel funding from uh, friends, family, but also some of the angels who were investors in, in Mind Foundry and, and therefore knew of my track record and, and therefore um, were willing to sort of bet on me. Um, but I think, uh, you know, it, at that point in time, I, was, I only had three years of professional experience at a, at a, at a startup that no one had heard of. So, or at least uh, outside of, you know, the Oxford ecosystem. So, um, so I think, uh, yes, it would have been difficult to, to raise funding outside of those, those, those circles. Um, have you had a, a, a moment uh, or a memory or a win from one of your uh, clients or customers that you like to share with us that just like proves like just cements that you're not the only one who had this problem and you solved solved an issue for uh, a lot of people? Yeah, I mean, I think um, we've we've had over 200 clients um, and whether that's on a usage based or a recurring basis, um, I think it's a very easy to use platform um and i think also when we started the company it was the beginning of lockdown and um we had a lot of inbound from uh clients and property so landlords letting agents who are looking to uh, create residential contracts through legislate because they didn't necessarily appreciate the underlying technology for them it was a way of not having to meet tenants and because they couldn't and, and get those contracts signed um, and I think we've, we've got a lot of success stories, um, whether that's with uh, large property owners um, or um, we've got Trinity College from the University of Oxford who um, use, use us for their accommodation agreement. So um, I think in, in all those cases, we've, we've really helped automate a high volume, high cost. There is a lot of customization ultimately with, with these contracts, even though it's, it's the contracts themselves are standard. Um, but but they're issuing hundreds of contracts a year. Uh, a lot of that volume comes in over the space of a couple of months, and and typically they would um, hire people just for the the contracting season. And um, thanks to legislate, they're they're no longer able to do that. So um, that that's obviously a, a key success for them. But I think the other key success is that they're able to report the data in the contracts to uh, the accommodation. Uh, managers, etc., because ultimately um, the financial data in those rental agreements is uh, not well captured, and um, and they can easily share it now with with legislate. And this this is for people all over the world, not just specifically in uh, the UK. Right now, uh, we're UK focused, but um, I'd say definitely over the next twelve months, we're going to start um, opening up our platform to uh, other jurisdictions. Okay. Um, what tip would you have for someone who's going from the startup world to starting their own, like someone working it with for a startup, so generally doing the nine to five world, uh, but in a very engaging uh, place that is the startup, to transitioning into becoming or starting their own startup? Do you have any tips for them? Maybe some pitfalls to avoid? Uh, that you you jumped into it with an early uh, jump. I think uh, startups exist if there's funding, um, and if there's no funding, then um, 
ultimately you need to have a product and um, and I think when you start a business, you need to have one or the other. Um, ideally, you have both. But um, I think until you have those two as a minimum, um, it's all about creating an environment where you can maybe um, work on the startup outside of your nine to five. Uh, obviously, you need to make sure that contractually you're allowed to, um, because otherwise you might end up in a situation where uh, you've been working outside of hours and all the IP belongs to the company, uh, to the employer. So, so I think uh, it's all about just having safety nets, whether that's savings that you could then use to invest in the product, um, whether that's um, you know having a being able to work on the product outside of hours, whether it's being able to build a network um, of investors out, outside of hours who know your track record and, and are willing to back you. Um, but, but I think it's just th- those are sort of the the key things and. Um, once you have those safety nets in place, then it, it sort of de-risks the whole process of starting a business. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's my answer. <laughs> Great answer. Um, we're going to move over to the uh, spark question of the uh, the show. Um, it's, it's by Seek Discomfort, a great YouTube channel, making sure that you can learn and to uh, go past your boundaries and find what uh, fear is. So uh, in what way has your life exceeded your expectations? I definitely didn't think we'd, we'd make it this far as a startup. And it's not that I didn't think we could. It's more that um, it's obviously you, you project yourself years in the future. But the reality is, is it's really difficult to predict, project yourself further than six months away. So um, I'm amazed that uh, we've managed to um, grow to t- the team to 12, um, still be around after three years. And, um, and yeah, we're just closing a funding round, which will allow us to double the team. So um, I think these are all things which uh, we aspire to. And um, I'm very happy that uh, as a company, we've been able to uh, reach those milestones. And, and I can only imagine where we'll be um, in, in 12 months time. Oh, I'm so, hey, when you open to different markets, like I'm I'm super excited because I know a lot of people, a lot of realtors who are going to be uh, uh, biting at the bit for this. Um, Charles, I'm going to jump off screen here. I'm going to give you the last little bit. Please let my audience know where they can uh, follow you guys, support you guys and uh, all that wonderful stuff. The floor is yours. Yeah. So um, our website is www.legislate.tech. And we can be found on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, um, Twitter, uh, by simply searching for Legislate. And if you want to get in touch by email, you can send us an email at info at legislate.tech. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Charles, I want to thank you very much for showing up today and sharing us about Legislate. I'm never going to be able to pronounce that word ever again. I swear, it's, it's all your fault. Uh, but also uh, for sharing your story with us. Uh, Charles, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for having me and giving the opportunity to talk about Legislate. And we'll uh, come up with a better name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to my audience, remember, the links will be down in the show notes to uh, support Legislate. I, I don't think I can just say the word. I think it's one of those, like, it's Worcestershire sauce. You know, it's like one of those yeah. words, I think. Uh, it's forever going to be uh, burnt into my mind. But, yes, you can support the company down below um, if you are in the U.K. Check out, see if it's uh, you're able to use it. I want to thank you for listening, and always remember to invest yourself. <laughs>